Welcome to the Whole Assistant Podcast. I'm your host, Annie Kroner. I'm an assistant who's passionate about our profession, and I'm also a certified coach who's invested in your success. You've come to the right place if you want to know what it looks like to stand in your power and achieve success as an assistant who can overwhelm and burnout. Now, on to today's episode. Hello, friends. Today, we are talking about something that is super relevant in my life right now currently. We are talking about how to deal with uncertainty and how to deal with life's curveballs. So at the beginning of this year, I created a content plan for the entire year, and I did build in a little flexibility, but it just so happens that today's topic is something that I'm dealing with in real time, and I had no idea I'd be dealing with it in real time when I created my content calendar for the year. It's kind of funny how that works, right? So that thing is uncertainty, as I mentioned before. We're going to be talking about uncertainty today and how to deal with life's uncertain circumstances and situations. And I have created or or utilized two disciplines in my life. I've been working on these disciplines for the last couple of years that really help me deal with uncertainty. And today I'll be sharing what those disciplines are and how you can implement them as well. So I call them disciplines because everyone can develop these things, these two things. Um, And so the first thing that everyone can develop that will help them with uncertainty is self-acceptance. I've learned what it looks like to accept myself fully and accept what I, how I respond in certain situations, including uncertainty. So to accept myself in uncertainty, I just choose to show up every day in it. I choose to be intentional about allowing myself to feel all the emotion that uncertainty brings up. And I know for me anyway, I'm going to go into this more in a minute here, but I don't wallow. (laughs) I tend to try and move past emotion that feels uncomfortable to me. I try to move past the discomfort of certain emotions by just like quickly speeding by. I try and move past them so that I can feel comfortable again, right? So I'm not the wallowing type. I'm more of like the move past it get past it, move on type of person so that I can be, I can feel better. But actually that's, I was, I realized that I was doing myself a disservice by not allowing myself to experience and accept certain emotions, especially the uncomfortable ones. So that's the first key in, in self-acceptance is to allow yourself to experience all emotion. Also, I accept that I'm going to make mistakes as I navigate situations So like I mentioned before, in my personal life, I'm going through a bit of discomfort and uncertainty right now, and I'm going to share more of what that looks like in the coming months and episodes and uh, in the future. But for right now, suffice to say, there's a lot of uncertainty in my life. And I also know that if I don't accept and allow those emotions that come up with the uncertainty, that I'm not going to be able to heal and move past them as easily. Like if I resist them or if I try and move past too fast, if I don't actually allow myself to process those emotions, they're going to come up at a time when I, when it may not be beneficial for me to actually process them like at the office, right? Like if I'm not actually open to allowing myself to experience the emotion, 
after hours <laughs> or when I'm off or even sometimes in the office, then they're going to come up they're going to come up eventually. They're going to surface eventually. So allowing myself to process through those emotions instead of go around them is key in self-acceptance because it's allowing yourself to accept yourself at a higher level and to accept those emotions as well. I also accept that I'm going to mis- make mistakes as I navigate through the situation. Uncertainty is hard because uncertainty, there is no plan for how to navigate it. It's day by day, moment by moment. And so part of that is that mistakes are made along the way. And we learn something about ourselves. If we allow ourselves to to allow it to be a growing opportunity for us, we can learn from those mistakes as we navigate through the situation. That's why so many of us grow through tricky situations right? Because we make mistakes. We don't handle it correctly all the time. So I've just accepted that I'm going to make mistakes. And this is a key piece to self-acceptance because if you want to get it right all the time, you're actually not accepting who you are in that moment and what you're bringing to the table at that moment and the mistakes that you're making at that moment. In order to be truly self-accepting, we have to learn to accept our mistakes. And another thing that I've learned to accept is that my brain will freak out because it doesn't like uncertainty. The discomfort of uncertainty is awful for our brains, Mm. (laughs) which is why my brain wants to move past it so quickly and not actually go through it, right? So I've just learned to accept that my brain is going to freak out and I've taken more of an observer role as I go through my current situation and as as I've navigated other uncertain situations in life. Another thing too, I was listening to another podcast on uncertainty today. Like I said, again, I wasn't looking it up. I wasn't trying to like figure out who else did a podcast episode on uncertainty. One just popped up in my feed today, so I listened to it. And she, and this gal was talking, it was actually Cara Lowenthal. <laughs> she was talking about how uncertainty is life. Like we can't control those things outside of ourselves. We can only control ourselves and how we decide to show up for any situation. So I just accept that my brain is going to freak out in uncertain situations. I also accept that my brain will try any quick fix it can to get out of discomfort. <laughs> so, um, so as I navigate my current situation in my personal life, I've noticed my brain offers some quick fixes that are not actually beneficial to anyone. <laughs> They're not beneficial to me. They're not beneficial to anybody else in the situation. Like it's just not going to serve me to 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 act on that quick fix. But part of self-acceptance is that I accept that my brain is going to try and create a quick fix. I accept that my brain is going to freak out because it doesn't like uncertainty. I accept that I'm going to make mistakes as I navigate the situation. I accept all emotions because that these are all pieces of self-acceptance and self-acceptance is a discipline. We have to learn that in order to have greater self-love, greater self-respect, um, we have to first have greater self-acceptance. Okay. So as I mentioned before, I allow myself to process through, not go around. So there are two ditches that people tend to get stuck in, and maybe you can relate to one of these. The first ditch is I want to wallow. Uh, so, so that's the first. That's the first like thing where people get stuck. They get stuck in wallowing. Wallowing looks like self pity, being the victim, relinquishing ownership of your situation or what's yours to own in your situation, 
another ditch is that people tend to beat themselves up. And I think beating yourself up also comes as a result of not accepting yourself and not processing through that emotion. Like that's my MO, right? Like I don't want to sit in the the discomfort. I'd much rather beat myself up as a way to move past the emotion than to actually process through the emotion, to sit with the emotion, to get curious. So, uh, So that's how you move past through emotion, right? Like you actually get curious about it. You you close your eyes for a minute. You get curious about where you're feeling that emotion in your body because emotions are vibrations in our bodies. So if you can get curious about that, get curious about where you feel it in your body. You know, I actually like to do this exercise where I, I, I talk to my dragons and I actually got this from a priest that I worked with at the cathedral I worked at here in Denver a few years ago where this priest, he was actually in... Thailand, I believe it was, and he was meditating every day with the Buddhist monks. And one of the Buddhist monks <laughs> pointed out that that he wanted to move on with his day so quickly that he never gave himself the opportunity to have a conversation with his dragons. So I, I like to view that as a great opportunity for us to process through our emotions, to close our eyes, to pull up a dragon, like a thought that you're having that isn't serving you, and ask it why it's there. Get really curious about it and just see what that that thought has to offer you. See what your brain has to offer you if you're able to actually get into the observer role of your brain and actually get curious about what's going on for you emotionally. And as we do that, it's kind of funny, like the power that that thought holds over you emotionally will lessen. So that's what I mean by processing through. We have to get curious. We have to sit with our emotions and then we have to let it go, right? Okay, so self-acceptance allows for self-compassion, self-love, talking to yourself like you would your best friend. And I love this idea of talking to yourself like you would your best friend because I totally speak the truth from a place of love and understanding to my best friend. My best friend and I have been best friends for a really long time. I actually have two really good friends, one here in Denver and then one who lives in Canada now, but we are very honest with each other and we always speak truth from a place of love. And when our friend misses, when either one of us misses the mark, we're okay pointing that out to our friend because we know that we're talking to them from a place of love and understanding and compassion. And so that looks like, so when we talk to ourselves like we would our best friend, we can, we can have compassion for ourselves. We can say, yes, I understand you're going through a difficult time, but you kind of missed the mark here. <laughs> and so... This is what having your own back looks like too. It looks like self-acceptance, self-compassion, self-love, talking to yourself like you would your best friend. And this also leads to increased confidence, guys. Whenever we accept ourselves, then we and we know we have our own back, we are going to show up more confidently as well. And this month in the whole assistant membership, I'm going to be talking a lot about confidence. I'm going to be doing a training on confidence. We're going to be coaching on confidence. We're going to be reading a book on confidence. Like confidence is a focus for September and a key component to confidence is self-acceptance. Okay. So the second discipline we're going to talk about today is the discipline of accepting the 50-50 of life. 
The 50-50 of life was first brought to my attention by my coach, Brooke Castillo, and was taught to us in coach training, actually. And she says that she came up with this concept that half of our life is going to be awesome and the other half is going to be total crap (laughs) or some semblance thereof. Like half the time we're going to be feeling positive emotion and half the time we're going to be feeling negative emotion. And when you don't accept that you will be feeling good only half the time, this can lead to some problems, right? It can lead to entitlement to feeling happy all of the time, which society would want to tell us that we should be feeling happy all of the time. That, and that's why we're such a consumptive culture, right? Because whenever we're supposed to be happy all the time, then we think we can buy our way out of the 50-50. We think we can work our way out of the 50-50. We think we can avoid the other 50%, the 50% that is less fun, the 50% that is less enjoyable. And this also leads to buffering or avoiding feelings of discomfort by distracting yourself with food and Netflix and work. When we don't have to do that, if we were to actually accept that half the time we're going to be feeling like total crap, it would reduce so much suffering because we add this layer on top of our suffering already and we think that we should be feeling better. We think that we should be feeling different than we are. We think that we should not be suffering. So it actually adds a layer of suffering. If we can actually accept that life is going to be 50% awesome and 50% not so awesome, then when life isn't so awesome we can we can live from a place of accepting that and 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 we can work within that right instead of adding that extra layer of i should be feeling this way i should be doing this instead of shooting on ourselves so um when you accept that you will only feel positive half of the time you're actually allowing yourself to be 100% human you're actually allowing yourself the full human experience And I would venture a guess that most of us don't want to feel good all of the time. Like when there's real suffering in the world, we don't want to feel good about that. We don't want to feel good when we get laid off from our job. We don't want to feel good when our child is sick. We don't want to feel good when we have a fight with our partner, right? So actually being okay with feeling bad reduces your suffering because we aren't adding a layer of judgment on top of the suffering already on top of the discomfort of feeling the 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 less desirable half of the 50 50. so my default response to feeling discomfort as i mentioned before is to move past as quickly as possible and i've made it my goal to get good at experiencing all of my emotions now when i say experiencing all of my emotions this doesn't mean acting on all of my emotions What it means is processing through all emotion, right? Like if I'm frustrated with my executive, I'm not going to march into his office and yell at him. That's not what I'm talking about here. We don't actually have to take action on all the emotions, but we can process through all the emotions and figure out what we're going to do from an empowered place, knowing that, that half the time we aren't going to feel good anyway. And so this discipline of accepting the 50-50, you guys, it's changed my life. It's revolutionized my world. In fact, I was just talking with my best friend uh, a couple days ago, and she's like, Annie, you are so Zen, and you're not even Buddhist. (laughs) And I was like, I I think I've just come to accept that life is going to be 50% awesome and 50% not so great. And so that has made me accept myself more. It's made me 
realize that anything that comes my way was meant for me and it's not meant to like tear me down but it's meant to build me up even the even the like undesirable emotion even the the challenging emotion was made for my is there for my greater good to learn something right especially as we go through uncertainty especially like uncertainty can be the key to your next to your next level of growth it's such an opportunity for us guys and we don't even realize it whenever we're going through a challenging situation that's when the growth happens i was talking with my therapist yesterday and it's so funny because we were talking about this very thing about how the people who've gone through the most stuff in life are the most interesting if you haven't experienced anything challenging in your life you probably don't have a lot of a lot to talk about if you've not worked through anything you probably don't have a lot to offer other people And so there's a lot, a lot of amazing things that can come from the less desirable feelings, from from working through those things, from processing through those things, from sitting with the hard, right? I hope this episode has been helpful for you. It can be a challenge to go through uncertainty. It can be a challenge to deal with life's curveballs. But there is such beauty if we can actually allow ourselves to accept the 50-50 of life. And if we can also allow ourselves to accept ourselves fully. Self-acceptance and accepting the 50-50 are disciplines. But this is great news because if they're disciplines, everyone can develop them. Everyone can incorporate these two concepts into their life in a way that will serve them at such a higher level. If you do this, it will serve you at such a higher level and start practicing now. Even if you, even if you're not in uncertain times right now, start practicing them now so that when you are in uncertain times, you have already developed the practice of accepting yourself and accepting the 50, 50 of life. And I just want to leave you with a couple of helpful thoughts that have helped me move past uncertainty as well. The first thought was it was always going to be this way. So my current situation, I thought life was going to turn out differently. I thought the situation was going to turn out differently, but it was always going to be this way. And how I know this is because this is the way it is. So that thought, it was always going to be this way, helps me to realize that this is the path I meant to go down in life. And the other thought that I find really helpful to deal with uncertainty is this is a part where... So this is a part where I ball my eyes out. This is a part where I deal with the emotions that I don't particularly like to deal with. This is a part where I have the unsettling conversation that I don't want to have with a person that I really don't want to have it with, right? So those are a couple of helpful thoughts that have helped me navigate life, have helped me navigate uncertainty. And the last thing I'm going to leave you with, guys, is to just practice, practice, practice practice accepting yourself pay attention to the thoughts that come up that are unaccepting of yourself and get very curious about those thoughts we aren't going to beat ourselves up we aren't going to like talk down to ourselves or be mean to ourselves if we have those thoughts we're just going to get curious about them we're going to accept them too right as a part of our self-acceptance practice now i think a lot of people think that if we accept ourselves that we won't change when actually the opposite is true 
when we accept ourselves and love ourselves, we can change from a place of self-love and self-compassion instead of from a place of like shooting ourselves and beating ourselves up, which is such a much, it's, it's such a much more fulfilling way of, of changing, of leveling up, of really deciding what we want our lives to be like and look like. So that is what I have for you guys today. If you'd like to join us, I would love to have you inside of our uh, whole assistant membership where we are talking all about confidence this month. And I'm sure we'll also be talking about self-acceptance as a piece of that and accepting the 50-50 as a piece of that as well. So please come join us. You can check it out at wholeassistant.com membership. And that is what I have for you guys today. Be intentional, be whole. That is all for now. If you're an assistant or administrative professional, I'd like to invite you to join me inside the whole assistant membership. In this membership, we'll be unpacking and implementing the concepts I discuss on this podcast with monthly lessons and weekly group coaching. If you want to create sustainable strategies that will help you level up while remaining free from overwhelm and burnout and learn what it looks like to own your role, use your voice and stand in your power. This membership is for you. Go to wholeassistant.com slash membership to learn more and get started.